Good morning. I'm Becky. I'm also one of the three worship assistants this year, and right now I'll be reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 3. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Oh. And now we'll be hearing from Gwen Gifsusenzuk, the Minister of Worship. Spirited life, encounter, discern, respond. So what is this all about? Well, let me start with a story. Last Friday, 12 ministry leaders, along with Bob Yoder, campus pastor, and I, stood in a circle on the porch between the cottages in Wreath Village at Mary Lee Environmental Learning Center. Ministry leaders, why don't you go ahead and stand up so people can see who it is that we are talking about. Yes, fine group of people. We had spent the better part of the week getting to know each other and getting to oriented to our new roles for this year. On that particular morning last Friday, we had gathered to share our stories, honoring the sacredness that our stories revealed, stories of pain stories of beauty, stories of struggle, stories of loss, stories of hope. All of these stories were in answer to the question, where have you encountered God? And it became very clear as the stories were told that the Spirit of God is present in and around us from our very first breath to our last and likely beyond. The challenge of living a spirited life, then, is to pay attention to the spirit that inspires and challenges and provokes and comforts and enlivens us to live lives tuned into that spirit, the spirit of God, the spirit that was present at the beginning of time, ruah, hovering over the waters, that creative power of God, the spirit that was present in Jesus, bringing life from death, the spirit that Jesus promised would come to us as comforter, as advocate, as counselor, the spirit that is present here and now throughout the universe, the cosmic Christ, the spirit that is here, present, enabling us to live our lives passionately, graciously, creatively, and generously. 
An interesting thing happened as we stood hand in hand in silence on the porch of, at Wreath. The wind picked up. High above us, the windmill gathered speed, generating a loud hum, loud enough to fill the void of the empty space. A strong breeze blew through our circle, cooling and inspiring. I almost laughed, it was so blatant. The wind blows where it chooses and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. It is so with anyone who is born of the Spirit. In sharing our stories, we not only encountered each other, but we encountered God. The spirited life prepares us for genuine encounter with God, with each other, with all of creation. And in silence, we find often the beauty of that encounter. Let's sing together, I will come to you in the silence. It's sing the story number 49 and it will also be projected on the screen. Just, just sing.
Have a seat. Living spirited lives is not, however, just about encountering God and encountering others. How we make sense of that encounter is important. When we were standing there in that circle with the wind creating so much noise that it was hard to hear if we weren't in silence, I might have asked myself, what's going on here? But I didn't really take the time then to reflect, to discern. Instead, we stood still, present in the moment. It was later that I found myself wondering what had happened there. Was it just a windy morning? Or was the reality of God's presence being revealed to us? It may sound odd, but there was a mystical kind of quality to that experience. It was, however, something that could have been missed if I had rushed on to the next thing without taking time to ask the question, what is the significance of this event, of this moment? Was God offering comfort, challenge, a sense of experiencing the presence of the Spirit of God, or was it our authentic sharing of our stories, the vulnerability, the trust that made the wind feel so powerful? Maybe what, what was needing to be discerned had as much to do with how we hold each other's stories as sacred and revered. When we talk about discernment, the answers are not always monofaceted. And sometimes the questions are what is most important. At any rate, the discernment, this trying to figure things out, the meaning of things, spending time pondering, listening, praying, is central. A spirited life invites thoughtful discernment, prayerful, thoughtful discernment. Please join in singing a prayer together. Come, Holy Spirit, descend on us, we pray. Nayo's going to play it through on the Peruvian cana, and then we can sing together. The verses will be projected on the wall if you'd like them. It's number 33 if you want to sing the journey book.
coming away from a powerful encounter with each other and with God, and having sat with it and held the experience in the light of God, seeking some clarity, the third aspect of living a spirited life comes into focus, and that is to actually act on that discernment, to respond. It may be that coming away from an encounter with God and an authentic encounter with someone else or an authentic encounter with creation where our senses are heightened and we are very aware, that experience like that wind blowing on the porch at Mary Lee, I feel compelled to come away. Maybe it's to hear someone else's story, to honor someone else's story, to revere someone else's story. Or maybe I come away from it feeling inspired to create a piece of art, or write a song, or bake a loaf of bread, or make something beautiful. Or it may be that I'm driven to passionately learn about the mechanics of wind power. Or it may be that I'm nudged by the spirit to do something that I hadn't thought of. Maybe I decide that I really want to volunteer at a local after-school program where I can share my gifts with children, offering care and compassion and kindness. Or it may be that I, well, not really me, but somebody might feel moved to make a video game, a redemptive, non-violent, spirit-inspired video game. <laughs> or it may be that I feel inspired to make a phone call, or send an email, or write a letter, and actually do it, actually follow through on that nudging of the spirit. Or maybe I feel compelled to change unjust structures, or build a co-housing community, or give myself wholeheartedly to working toward peace in the Middle East. To live a spirited life is not only about encountering God and encountering others and encountering God through creation, but it is about thinking about those encounters, discerning those encounters, and responding. A passionate life is a life of action, gracious, generous, passionate action. Action that leads to more and more encounters with God and with others, and our circle continues throughout our lives of living passionate lives of encounter and discernment and action that leads to more and more encounters. A spirited life is an ongoing invitation to respond to the wonder and beauty and presence of God. Please stand and join in singing How Can We Be Silent, number 61 in Sing the Journey, and it will also be projected.
seated. Living a spirited life is about encountering God in us and around us, discerning who we are and who we are called to be, and responding with a life lived fully, passionately, generously, day by day. Our hope this year in Campus Ministries is that we would all be encouraged to pay attention to the Spirit of God that is in us and around us, and as close as the wind that blows the hair into our eyes as we walk across campus on a beautiful fall day, that we would live our lives from that place of God's Spirit in us, enlivening us, inspiring us, and enabling us to live full, creative, imaginative, beautiful lives full of the potential that is in each and every one of us. Not only for ourselves, but for the sake of the community and for the sake of the world. May it be so. About a month ago, I asked Natasha Weisenbeck, who is also one of the three worship assistants, to imagine what this idea of spirited life might look like. And I'm going to invite Natasha up here now to share with you about the banner that she has been busy creating. Good day. The inspiration for this year's banner comes from the second creation story that we find in Genesis with the same idea that Gwen mentioned earlier, Ruach, which is spirit, life, well, not life, spirit, breath, and wind all at once. The spirit of this form starts as wind, and as it climbs from a fluid blue and growing green, greens into more vibrant reds and oranges, it comes back through all these encounters, which inside of each of these colors, there are smaller trinkets which you can't see far away, but upon closer examination, there are different images such as a dove or a guitar or branches and gears, different things that you might also encounter in your own lives that go through and flow through our life as our spirit and as our breath does. It comes back, however, through, her, through the heart of this form, and this is where this, the discerning takes place. As it transforms into purples and reds, it spills out like passion or compassion for this form to respond, which in this way, the form is responding with open hands to give back everything that they have encountered. Our lives are not just our own, as Gwen has said. They are formed by everything we encounter every day, and we also shape what we encounter, a cycle, it seems, of the spirit. Perhaps every time we understand with new eyes and with a new heart and respond in a new way, perhaps that is the rebirth of the spirit. Perhaps we are able to begin a new day with a new breath. Thank you. Thank you, Natasha. Each of us as individuals live spirited lives, and when that happens, it's a great thing. But when we all join in together, allowing the Spirit of God to work in us and through us, then we experience what the Apostle Paul called the body of Christ. So for our closing song, I invite you to join 
Carla Santiago and Naya and Nina and myself in singing Somos el Cuerpo de Cristo. It's found in your Sing the Journey, number 64. It'll also be projected on the wall. Carla will sing the solo verses and we'll all join in on everything else.
inspired with each breath you take to live a spirited life. Amen, and go in peace. Yes. No problem. No.